Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. It's excellent adventure time. That should have been our jingle from the beginning. Well, it's a new jingle, you know. It's not Buddy Holly, but what are you going to do? Well. Hi. Hello. We're all here. Yep. Gang's all here. Mm-hmm. Not really. Bo's in the living room. Bo and Henry are both sleeping in yep. their respective rooms mm-hmm. on their beds. Yep. <laughs> Bo's bed is the couch. He's not on the couch. Is he? I thought he was on his yeah. bed. Oh, he must have moved. He moved. It was like, hmm, well, they're not going to use it. <laughs> Might as well spread out. Yep. Take up the whole couch. Uh, it's been a week. Short week for some, long week for others. Monday was a holiday. You all enjoyed your episodes on Tuesday. Except for the 425 of you that got it before midnight. I see these kinds of things. <laughs> I don't know why you're refreshing at that time, but good on you. I mean, look, maybe they can't sleep. How was your week? Or maybe they're in Australia and it's like 
practically like Tuesday's over by that point. Ugh. Sorry, Australian listeners. Uh, I say, how was your week? Because I really haven't seen my wife this week. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. It's good. It's good to know. Um, how's uh, how's life? How's life with the with the with the smaller, tinier Volvo? It's great. Yeah, you like it. I really like this car. You're enjoying the hashtag. Not an ad. Not an ad. But uh, Volvo, if you want to sponsor us, please do. Holler. Um. And you know what? No, I don't. What? I'm glad I got that 360 camera. <laughs> it was the only thing that was going to get you uh, driving a car. Because I love it. Yeah. I mean, look, as we all know, Dory has a problem with spaces, parking, and otherwise. And trading. Yeah. Uh, so now this thing has all cameras that, that, that show you where the wall is in relationship to the car. So instead of using your head and a mirror... Dory uses a, like seven cameras. Yeah, it's the best. Uh, so scratch free so far. So far, so good. You didn't drive it at any curbs. Nope. All right. I've been taking those curbs nice and wide. It's pretty exciting stuff. Yep. Here. Um, also, I uh, I <laughs> I used the remote start today mm-hmm. and really freaked out our friend. Why? Because we got to the car and the car was running. Yeah. And she was like, "Oh no, did you leave the car on?" <laughs> Oh. And I was like, nope, just started it. So it'd be nice and cool for everyone. Yep. You took Henry to the beach today. Yep. How'd that go? You know what? For those of you wondering, it was Saturday, but I worked. I sh- we were shooting. Yeah. Um. He was great. Yeah. He, he sent me a bunch of pictures of him napping. He napped for most of the time. Mm-hmm. He napped for almost two hours. Well, you know, the soothing sounds of the Pacific Ocean... Really can't put a baby to bed. I mean, it was unbelievable. And there was, there was like noise around us. Two kids were playing like, you know, beach, beach, uh, what's it called? Not beach volleyball. Beach. Beach ping pong. Beach ping pong. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Kadima. That's what? what we call it. It's like the paddles with the ball the, on the, the Velcro? Beach. No. No oh. Velcro. Anyway, <laughs> they were playing it near us, which was like, you know, not quiet. There was like noise around. Oh, a kid got stung by a stingray. Oh my god! Did anybody pee on it? No, but the lifeguards. To do. The lifeguards came and they a stingray or a jellyfish? A stingray. Wow! And they put his leg in a bag that said stingray. Uh huh. And then they drove up with a truck and they had him on the back of the truck and they were like taking. I think they were taking him to the hospital. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess you'd have to get, what, some sort of anti-venom or something? I mean, isn't that how Steve Irwin died? Yeah, but he got it through the heart. Well, this kid got it on the leg. Yeah, he's going to be okay. But, wow, that's an exciting beach day. It was pretty wild. Were you like, I got to get in that water now and fight that stingray? I must avenge that child's leg. Henry said that, actually. Oh, in his sleep? or Wow. He was like, Mom, good thing you brought the life jacket. Yep, I'm going in. Yep. (laughs) Um, I put him in the life jacket so that I could carry him... Uh, one inch into the ocean. Yeah. How'd that inch go? The water was pretty cold. Yeah, of course it is. Um, he did not get wet. I'll tell you, Southern California water's pretty chilly. Yeah. Um, but it was nice. It was hot at the beach. Was it? Yeah, it was. I was surprised, actually. We were, like, really loving. We were outdoors today. We did a giant five-page scene outdoors. And uh, it was 83 degrees in Culver City. 
It's warm. No, it was actually nice. I mean, maybe we were just also used to Palmdale. Mm. Yeah, it was it was warm on the beach, which is was kind of unusual. But um, no, he. It was funny. I I I got a tent. Also, I got a new tent, mm. and I got the one that on Amazon it said like every review was like this is so easy to set up, and I was like, great, this is my tent. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah, it was really easy to set up. Have you yet figured out um, how to put a car seat into a car? We're not talking about car seats. I'm right just now. talking about like things that are very easy to We're do talking that about you tents. somehow don't know how to do. We're talking about tents. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, if this tent is easier than a car seat, then that sounds pretty easy. It was very easy. So I set up the tent. It was a Pacific Breeze tent for those of you at home. Um, and Henry and I were hanging out in the tent. Our friend was sitting outside getting some catching some rays not sting rays <laughs> right sun rays don't want to do that um and henry was kind of like you know just being henry and then i could tell he was getting tired mm-hmm. and i was like kind of rubbing his back but he like he he was sort of like squirming wasn't really that like seemed tired kept like rubbing his eyes but how do you put a kid down for a nap at the beach exactly i was like oh no how do i put a kid down for a nap at the beach and then i was like "Mm, let me hold him for a minute Mm -hmm. kind of rock him yeah see what happens you're probably like a boat and then he was like Mm -hmm. and then i laid him gently down on the ground Mm -hmm. and he like threw his arms back yep Turned his head. Assumed the position. He, su- he assumed the position, and he was out. Mm-hmm. Out for almost two hours. Yeah, I mean, you just kept sending me pictures of him at the beach, but in every picture he was napping. <laughs> yeah. In a in a in a in a blue tent. Turns out he loves a beach nap. Well, maybe he's gonna be a beach bum baby. Maybe he might like decide one day, like, Mom, Dad, I wanna go live in Venice. I love surfing. We'll be like. Where? How are you gonna pay for that? I don't know. I'll just fucking figure it out. Oh no! Is that how he's gonna talk? I charge Lime scooters. Oh, Dad, can I have your truck? <laughs> Wait, you have a truck? In this future scenario, yes. Like a Toyota Tacoma? It, it's a Toyota. Yeah, it is a Toyota Tacoma. It's a big extended that's, cab. Toyota that's what I Tacoma. thought. Full size bed, though. I thought it was a Tacoma. Yeah. He's like, I'm just gonna throw these limes in here, Dad. Can I? Can I just come here and charge them? What? <laughs> what about your Venice? I can't charge. My landlord won't let me charge him there. <laughs> God, he could be a beach bum. <laughs> Ugh, California. Uh, and then he woke up and he was like in the best mood. I think because he'd taken such a long nap, and I probably felt rested. Finally. Yeah, he felt so rested, and I was right there. He didn't have to like cry to make me come get him from yeah. his crib. Yeah. He was like, oh, mom's here. I yeah. was like, yep, I'm here. I mean, I feel the opposite when I wake up. You're like, ugh, mom's here. Ugh, mom's here. It's dark. She's still asleep. So's Henry. Gotta go to work. <laughs> He's been sleeping, guys. Yeah. Knock on wood. He's been sleeping. I think, I think it's, it's his ability to get himself out of precarious situations with rolling. Well, there's that. And also like when he's been like, I've just been letting him cry. Where? When, when? I put him down. Yeah. 
and also when he wakes up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and then he goes back to sleep yeah what is that called the uh, ferber method ferber yeah i mean ferber, ferber light yeah ferber because okay i didn't know like, this was happening so i'm like last night i'm like hey okay i gotta go get and let him cry and then I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we kind of worked up to this. Yeah, now you look at the monitor. You make sure he's actually not in any distress. sort of real distress. Yeah. If he's just being a baby, then you let him like sort of figure it out. Yeah, and he he only cries for a few minutes. It's not like hours of crying. Well, it's like six to seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like I said, I mean, I think we we like worked up to this. It wasn't like, you know, we were just like, okay, he's crying now. Like, we did a lot of work to get here. But what? A lot of work to not do work. A lot of work to get to a point where we're not going in there. Yes. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm saying what it is. That's how it works. Um, But yeah, like getting him down for naps is is tough sometimes and i'm trying to just let him put himself to sleep well it's also like you know you figure he's going to bed at that time anyway whatever right scenario we have where how many naps he gets in or whatever he's going to bed at that time anyway so i think if like he's not actively tired then he doesn't need to go down for a nap yeah but i'm saying when he is actively tired but he's fighting it yeah which is often the case. Right. Well, he likes to hang, you know? Yeah. He wants to, he's got a FOMO situation and he doesn't even have Instagram. Yes, he does. Yeah, but like he's not looking at Instagram pictures going like, I'm missing out on that. That's true. He's not. He's not. Why aren't I at this thing? (laughs) I'm Dory. That's what you do. I do? Yeah. You're always like, why aren't I at Galaxy's Edge? I've literally never said That's that. That's true. In she has life. never said that. Don't think she ever will say that. <laughs> She'd probably call it like Star Wars Land. Why aren't I at Star Wars Land? There you go. With um, my sword. Yep. Yeah. yeah. She called it a lightsaber sword the other day, guys. Um, That's good. What have I been doing? Nothing. Bikes have been taking up a lot of my nights and mornings. Failed have attempts. Have noticed a pattern here? Failed attempts at have riding to work. But. Two failed attempts. Never mind. Threading just left. I, I, I dumped a bike. It's tough, guys. I just just wanted to work. I've had some bad mornings. Just trying to get to work. and ugh. You overslept one morning, which has never happened. I, I have never overslept for work. And um, my alarm went off at 519. And I had a 630 call. And I was like, I can sleep for 10 more minutes. So I thought I hit snooze, but I hit the crown of the Apple Watch. And then Henry decided this was the day he was going to sleep till 640. <laughs> and then Dory was like, you're overslept. I'm like, no, no, I didn't. What time is it? 640. I was like, what? I got to go. Luckily, I had my clothes all laid out, showered the night before. And I was out the door and on the lot probably at 715. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I might have driven a little faster than normal. Oh, really? Did some weaving, some bobbing and weaving. Oh, boy. Um, but, yeah, I was late. Not happy about it. I was so not happy about it. And then I was late on Friday. Yeah. 
been late twice in four years. Now I've been late twice in a week because of the bike. I tried to ride to work and I failed miserably because the pedal came out of a crank arm and I stripped all the threading out. Bump, bump. So another great song. Spent the last two days trying to fix that. Ordered a new crank arm for this thing and, uh, it's like this ISIS drive system. You need a very special tool to get the crank arms out. Just like, I'm like, well, how many fucking obstacles could I have to getting this this uh, bike situation happening? Seems like a lot. Guys, I just want to ride my bike to work. I don't want to drive to work. I want to help the environment and my body. I want to ride my bicycle. That's true. Freddie said it best. My bike. Anyway, so pedal, I JB welded the pedal threading in today. Even though tomorrow the new crank arm comes, the tool came today that will help me take that thing apart. Why I just don't bring it to a bike shop. Guys, what is happening? This is the boondoggle. When the Part bike two. came, I said, are you going to bring the bike to a bike shop to get, put it together? I was like, no, I could do that. It's no problem. Come on. What is it? Just some wrenches? I got those. Fast forward 10 days. 10 days, 17 different tools later. Here we are in the same exact situation, except that Dory's not going to scratch it up. You mean? <laughs> like, I appreciate that you want to do things yourself. I love to not ask for help. But... I like to pay for some conveniences, unless I feel like it's something I should be doing myself. But isn't your time more valuable than this? But it's like time, it's unnecessary. It's time that like, I mean, the morning time I really could have used because I could have gotten to work. But like this morning I went to O'Reilly Auto Parts before we started shooting. Spent a while in there. Found some nice little uh, wrenches that were going to do a great job of fixing the bike rack on the roof which doesn't fit the new bike um it's <laughs> a calamity but like yeah you know ideally i don't need the roof rack for that bike because i'll be riding to work correct so yeah charger finally came still waiting on the key that hasn't come yet no the char- I mean, that, I'm waiting for the original charger. And the key. I bought a second charger. Mm. Um, Is the key coming with the original charger? Yes, that's the plan. Got it. Uh, but yeah, whatever. I, I, I don't know. I just feel like so out of it. It's been a long week. A lot of seemingly long days and weird schedules of actors that make for weird schedules of working. And uh, next week is not pretty. I don't know how Andy and I are going to report core the podcast. It's like, I don't know. Here's my, my schedule next week is so bonkers that I sent it to Andy and he was like, are those AM to PM? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Except for the day that's 12 to 11, that's PM to PM. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway. Like Mondays, 10 to 11.30. Because we got to shoot two night scenes. Oy. We're shooting two night scenes. we got to share some stages with the other show. And our actor availability is all wonky. People have other scheduling snafus. And it's like, oh, it's the, uh, it's just a crazy couple of weeks coming up here. Yeah. 
I don't know. I like. I already don't know what I'm going to pack for Boston. As I said to you, over the next three episodes, I have three days off. How am I going to pack? We'll find out, guys. <sighs> I have to pack for you. I'm sure that'll go swimmingly. What What's you, that supposed to? I don't know. I'm I good really at packing. Don't. Like today, you know, like I just went to go pull our pull the advertisers' copy off of our portal, and I decided I'm just going to type Postmates into the web browser. <laughs> That'll somehow get me there. Then I walked into the kitchen, and I wanted a drink, and instead I grabbed an Atkins bar. And I literally was like, I didn't want this. And then I went back in and got a ginger ale. <laughs> a Diet Canada Dry. It's been a... Yeah. I'm, a, I'm like, I'm toast. Like, my brain is fried. Official frying of the brain occurred, I think, yesterday morning. Mm. And it's just like double fried today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yesterday morning with the great bike debacle of 2019. That was a debacle. Not to be confused with the great car debacle of 2019. No. Not to be confused with the great car dealership debacle of 2019. No. A lot of debacles. vehicle debacles. Wheeled debacles. <laughs> uh, um, is the bike, has the bike reached boondoggle status yet though? I describe boondoggle status as when I have ordered tools because... Stores don't seem to carry them, or I don't have a chance to get to a store, and then I find a window to get to a store, and I buy the tools again while I'm waiting for the other tools to come. Mm. So, yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I can have free returns over there on your Amazon.coms. Yeah, and you actually returned something. No, I didn't. You did. Yeah. You told me to print a thing. I did. And I did it with, like, four days to spare. Yeah. So... That was a boondoggle. That was an internet boondoggle. That was because I ordered boondoggle. a thing of a jig. It wasn't gonna get here in time. Yeah. I just went to the store. Yeah. I guess what we're all realizing is I should just go to stores. You should just go to stores. Why am I ordering things? I don't know. I need things instantaneously. That's what stores are for. And I do go to stores anyway. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is gonna take till Sunday by nine p.m. <laughs> also, we should all not be ordering from Amazon anyway. Disagree. It's the future. We will all be the Amazon robot. Alexa, help. <laughs> Alexa, drive me to the store. Oh, what a dream. What if she could? She will at some point. Yeah. Um, but uh, look, otherwise, you know, I got a good, we had, I got home at a reasonable time today and I got to spend a couple hours with uh, Henry, but was so physically tired. I, was just I was mad about it. Mm. I was mad about how tired I was because mm. I couldn't even hold the baby because I was like dozing off. And then the only thing that, like woke me up was the scratch of Bo's paw at the door. <laughs> I was like, "Bo's here." <laughs> we open the door. Uh, um, it was good for you to hang out with Henry, though. It's always good to hang out with him. Like I'm just like annoyed about tomorrow because it's like I know fucking. 
I have to wrap up by 5.30 because Secunda's got a social engagement. And like it's like I, we have a meeting and a class and then I have to like squeeze Andy in and then do bedtime with my son on the fucking one day off I have this week. I got to deal with Andy. He's my new son. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> He's not my son. <laughs> just have to deal with so many... It's just hard. The schedules are hard, man, to get that podcast going. I apologize to all the listeners of Star Trek Next Conversation that we haven't been more consistent. Just that this like whole thing of me being on set all the time and Andy having a social life is really ending it. Not ending the podcast, but you know what I mean. Ending the opportunity to record at a reasonable hour. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. He's like, can you record during this time? And I'm like, well, that's Henry Glass. Like The times that he can record, I can't. Right. The times that I can record, he can't. It's a Klusterfug. Klusterflugen? That's two umlauts in that. Uh, anyway, guys, we're going to hopefully get Unification Part 2 out this month. The part one we did last month. This is a back-to-back episode. Like, this is like, it should have taken us two weeks to do that. Instead, it's going to take us two months. Mm. We're going to get those two Patreon episodes out. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, you know. Then Andy's going on a long trip for three weeks. I don't know when in October I'm going to get this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase... 
for virtually any reason. They'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like, you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Done. (sighs) Guys, look. Schedules are tough, especially when you're two people who don't live in the same house. Dory and I live in the same house, which makes this podcast easier to schedule. Yeah, because I can be like, we should record now. Okay, I'm here. Yep. See how that worked, everybody? Yeah. I know what you're all thinking. Here's the solution. Honey, Andy should move in with us. Hmm. Where's he going to live? Next to Bo. Hmm. He can sleep in the day bed with Henry. He, oh. Henry's in the crib, Andy's in the day bed, and if Henry wakes up, Andy can come get us. Our sons will share a room. Guys, <laughs> the baby's crying. <laughs> I mean, look, we won't charge him rent. It'll be great. He'll like that. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. We'll be back. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. We're back. That wasn't that long, was it? We're back. Seemed uh, instantaneous to some. Dory Shafrir, the lady. Yep, that's me. What's happening out there in the world of the excellent eggheads? Well, we got a few responses um, for a signal that went out last week of um, a person who has an out-of-town friend with critically ill twins in the NICU. Mm -hmm. And we suggested sending Food. food. Yeah. So... We had some responses to that. People didn't like food? Um, it's not that they didn't like it. They just had some other suggestions. Oh, that's good. Supplemental food suggestions. Okay. This is from Anonymous. Do, 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 do. I agree and disagree with your suggestion Uh-oh. to send food to the home of the family. Food is a great idea. But unfortunately, when you have a child or children in the NICU, you are likely rarely at home for meals. So delivered or frozen meals might not be the most convenient choice. We had twins in the NICU for six weeks and most appreciated restaurant gift cards to places within a very short walk to the NICU or for grocery stores with frozen meals that we could store in the NICU's family refrigerator. Mm. This allows the family a break from monotonous hospital cafeteria food and in the case of a gift card to a restaurant nearby, a chance to see the sun outside the hospital, maybe, and get in a short walk. A second suggestion for the emailer to support her friend, given the situation that you mentioned during this week's episode, that the twins are in very critical condition, is to make a contribution to the March of Dimes in the twins' name, given that the organization's focus on research related to prematurity. I know from experience that when you donate in a child's name, they send the parents a really nice card recognizing their child and your contribution. All the best to you, Matt, Bo, and your very, very cute Henry. Thank you. Uh, Good suggestion, you know. If they had the baby at Cedars, there'd be so many gift cards you could get. So many. Sugar fish. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Remember on the tour, they were like, you can order sugar fish. Yeah. Well, because they allow Postmates to come on in. Yeah, they do. So 
and by come on in, I mean meet you outside. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's and also something to think about too. Maybe that family they're in a postmatable area. Totally. Maybe you could even like be like, I know what they want to eat, and just send it. Yeah. Although that'd be kind of annoying. What? Why? Why are they postmate to me right now? We just ate. What is this? This food's <laughs> gonna get cold. Um, we this also is a terrible idea. We heard from Emily about this as well, who says she totally disagreed. Oh, okay. That you shouldn't send someone a postmates or other delivery gift card when they're going through a tough time. When my dad died last year, we were absolutely inundated with food in the first few days after his death. So the freezer's for girl. What, a playing with an Allen wrench, obviously. It's, what a th- it's a thing I do now that I have a bicycle boondoggle. Continue. So much food that it was stressful and overwhelming, and much of it had to be thrown out. Then, just a week later, all the kindness of strangers had dried up, and we were hungry and remembered that one kind soul had sent us a Grubhub gift card, and it was the greatest feeling of being taken care of. All that is to say, maybe send the person you're trying to help a quick text and ask, hey, I would like to send a meal for you. Is it something you want now that I can take care of completely, or would you prefer a gift card for a time and place of your choosing? Interesting. Also, Good idea. Anyway, I just wanted to add my two cents because that one Grubhub gift card stood out as one of the most helpful gestures we received after my dad's death. And of course, your opinion is totally valid. I think we have two Grubhub gift cards we haven't used. And you're welcome to disagree, but wanted to make sure listeners knew that it may still be very appreciated. Love, love, love the pod. And I'm so happy you've kept it going. Makes me feel so much less alone in the horrible journey that is infertility. Very sorry. It's, I'm glad that we are still here for you, answering questions and hopefully guiding more people towards resources that they may not have known about otherwise. Um, and here's another resource that you might not have known about otherwise from Tia. Uh, first of all, I'm so sorry for those parents and for everyone surrounding them. I can't imagine anything harder. I have a connection to a lady who lost her daughter at just over a year and she founded something called Avery's Legacy which donates bereavement boxes to parents who have lost their children, which can also be purchased for any loss from following Avery's legacy on Instagram. I really changed my views on how to support people who have lost a loved one. And one of the biggest ways was to keep that lost person present sending or sharing a photo. When you see something that makes you think of them, including their names on Christmas cards, etc. She doesn't want her to be forgotten or not talked about. I also agree with food or other things that help people to take care of themselves. You need food, comfort items, self-care, all important things to take care of their full self as they grieve. Hope this may help. Love from Canada, Tia. Well, Tia, you should start with your Canadian. Matt would have paid closer attention. Much closer. (laughs) But also, thank you. Thank you. Avery's legacy. Avery's legacy. Um, All right. Switching gears here. Oh, my bike does that when it works. It's from Lauren. Mm-hmm. In response to the listener wondering if the kind system is worth it. That's what I pronounced kinde, but she says it's pronounced kind. <laughs> you pronounce it kinde. I have I like used it. it with my 10-month-old science baby since the beginning and have been very happy with it. I what, will say... What is kinde again? It is, it is a... Um, you pump into these bags and then you, they turn into bottles themselves. What? Yeah. It sounds like magic. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we using it? We have it. Oh. But why don't you use the magical kindes? Kinds. <laughs> I don't know. Because you just, can't pronounce it? Yeah. Um, I will say my kid has never been particularly picky about the boob, pacifiers, bottles, etc. But it is possible to use pretty much any bottle nipple with the system if you do have an opinionated baby. 
I would say it is good for moderate producers. If you pump and store a lot, the cost of bags could be prohibitive. It's my profession. I'm a moderate producer. And they take up a bit more space than other bag brands. I tend to stock up on Amazon when I see a low price and use funds for my FSA. I'm not sure what to feel about the disposal nature of the product. On the one hand, it's a lot less things to wash. On the other, it is one-time use. I recycle the bags and hope for the best. Also wanted to add, I've done the pump directly into the bags method, but most of the time prefer to use my free me cups and just pour into the bags. Hope that helps. Lauren in Tucson in 1,700-ish square feet with two adults, one baby, and a cat. You know, today when I was at the auto parts store, mm-hmm. I bought a JB Weld steel stick. It's a putty that you uh, activate by rolling it together in your fingers, right? Mm-hmm. It hardens to be like steel. It's good, like a 900 PSI um, weight threshold, whatever. I was just trying to... The threading on the bike pedal into the... I just want a temporary fix, so... But I saw... I picked some up at the in the back of the store, and it was on a flat board, you know, like one of those... Uh, like anything, like a toy that has a flat board behind it. And then I got up to the counter... And they had a bunch of sticks in like some sort of dispenser you'd see chapstick in. Whoa. And I was like, do these scan the same? And they scanned it. They're like, no, it's a different. I was like, it's the same thing. Give me this one that has less waste. Mm. I said that because I was like, this package will just end up empty in my car. Mm. Thank you. I did it, environment. Wow. Matt's I becoming environmentally used horrible chemicals, <laughs> but saved a package. Saved a cardboard package. <laughs> um, all right, we have a signal going out from Krista. Okie dokie. Have any of you had experience with conceiving with a man who has Klinefelter syndrome? Klinefelter syndrome is a genetic condition in which males are born with an extra X chromosome. It has many different effects to varying degrees, but one that goes pretty much across the board is sterility. I know that conceiving naturally is not in our cards, but have any of you had experience or success with Tessie and ICSI? Adoption and or sperm donors are likely in our future, but I would like to hold out some hope for us to have a biological child of our own and would love to hear any real experiences rather than just reading journal article findings. Already part of Kleinfelter support groups, but haven't had much luck with feedback. Interesting. My husband still needs to have the test to measure his sperm count before we know the next step, but I'd love any insight into this process on the off chance he does actually have viable sperm. Thank you. If he, you know, gets some viable sperm, great. Yeah. Then ICSI is a real option. But, uh, you know, if he's young, he shouldn't have a problem because young people are fertile. <laughs> I learned nothing from last week. <laughs> um, that doesn't mean that, you guys. I don't mean that. That was a sarcastic comment referring to last week's emailer who correctly pointed out. Yeah. I should consider such things. Hmm. Um, I'd like to thank you for reading these right now because I know that my brain cannot process words. It's okay. It's okay. Um, okay. I love it. She's, she's editorializing on the fly. Well, I was like, you know, this sounds familiar. I feel like I've read this in the um, Facebook group. So I just did a little search, and it turned out the person who wrote, wrote it this email. Yeah, also asked in the Facebook yeah, group. Oh, I think she's I think blasting she, it, putting everybody else on blast. She paid attention to our auto reply. I love it. Oh, um, so are you saying don't bother answering because it's been no, answered? no, no. I'm not saying don't bother answering. I'm just. I, I was like, oh, I should. I wonder if this was. 
I feel like this has been discussed in the Facebook group. And so I looked it up and the question was from her. Ah, okay. So anyway, I just feel like... Everyone else, here's what it was. If there are more answers, they would be helpful because I don't think she got many answers in the Facebook group. Great. Um, okay. I mean, great that we can hopefully help. Not great that she didn't get much answer. Correct. Thank you. Okay. Um, here's an... Guys, if you can see Dory's face, it's very funny. Matt is raising his desk, which also raises and lowers uh, my microphone, which he thinks is hilarious. Standing desk. I put it together myself, everyone. Didn't need anyone's help with that. Not a boondoggle. I probably did something wrong, but only time will tell. <laughs> the desk comes crashing down. Yep. Top. <laughs> um, this is an interesting question from Anonymous. Mm-hmm. I know you've been public about your adventure, but I was wondering how you or others have handled keeping trying to get pregnant or the beginnings of a pregnancy to yourself when your friends and family are social drinkers. My husband and I want... What does that mean? Social... I I mean, I know what it means in its original context, social drinker. I think it means like anytime they go out, like they go out to dinner, everyone's drinking. They they like to go out to Uh. bars... I thought social. I, I, I. This is how broken I am right now. I thought social drinker was a term for people who drink up the idea of being social and spreading news that's not theirs. <laughs> like I draw. Oh, man, do I just like savor this moment? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, when they're social drinkers. Okay. Well, when did that turn? I was like asking you, as you know, because you were just here for it. But I was. That's why I was asking. Well, does that does that mean what I think it means? It does not mean what I think it means. It means what it originally meant when it was invented. Correct. So, social drinkers. Social drinkers. Meaning everybody out there is having a good drink. Yep. Okay. Um, My husband and I want to start trying for a baby in the next year. Uh Uh-huh. I love how open you two have been, um, but I'm just not sure I would get the support I need should anything challenging come up. Oh, okay. So it's really important to me that I be able to let people know information at my own pace. Sure. But my friends and family are pretty social drinkers. Gotcha. That's just what we all do together, eat food and drink wine. So I know it would be a big tip off if I did not partake on multiple <laughs> occasions. Aha! <laughs> Why aren't you drinking? What are some good excuses? How do you keep any of this to yourself when there's so many pretty big immediate changes? Should I just get used to the idea of people knowing things before I'm ready to tell them? Love your love to hear your thoughts. Love to see all the pics of Henry on Instagram. Um, I mean, your thoughts first, honey, because I don't know that I have many thoughts on this. Well, subject. I mean, I think the old "I'm on antibiotics" excuse is classic, a classic, and a good one. The only problem is you can't use that one for like months. Yeah, because then they'd be like, "Have you seen a second doctor?" Because <laughs> you, they should have worked by now. You should yeah. be seeking other treatment. So. Um, uh, antibiotics. antibiotics. What if you had a throbbing headache and you thought the wine might not help that night? So that's two. We got you through two nights. Yep. Um, you've been having trouble sleeping. Oh, that's a number three. Yep. My doctor said I should cut back because I'm trying to get pregnant. I'm doing. That's the last one you should say. I'm doing January. Uh, dry January. No drink January. No drink January, even if it's like October. Soberary. 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 <laughs> Isn't that what it is? Sober. No, it's January. Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. Um, Sobertober. 
Sobertober. I like that. Okay, we'll figure out all the months for you. Okay. You're going to be doing, so you now you're doing Sobertober, okay? Sobertober. <laughs> Sobertober, no drink vember. Yep. And a December, to, a December to remember. Because oh. you want to remember Can it. I remember it. You don't want to get you so drunk. Get, yeah, you don't want to pass out. Yeah. You know, it's like a, like a Honda sales event. Mm-hmm. Happy Honda days. Toyota-thon. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay. What are some more excuses? Um, what if you just didn't say anything and you ordered like a seltzer with a lime and you didn't tell anyone that it didn't have alcohol in it. I feel like this is a, this is like some home drinking. Oh, like they're going to people's like, houses. Yeah, right. Yeah, maybe. That's what I don't it feels know. like to me. I don't know. Why don't you bring your own bottle? <laughs> wink, wink. It's just Welch's grape juice. <laughs> I don't need to know. Um, Manischewitz. Manischewitz has alcohol. Barely. Yeah, I mean, I guess you have to you have to pull some sort of I'm not feeling well. Or just start like say I'm really trying to keep hydrated because my doctor said my hydration levels are wonky. <laughs> what is that? Is that a thing that could happen? <laughs> You could say... Oh, say, I'm trying to... I'm training for a marathon. Yes. And I need to be pounding as much water as I can. And I'm not drinking. And I'm not drinking right now. I'm training yeah, for I'm something. Training. You're training for something. That's a good... That's I good. hope... Just that, say you're training for something. Don't say just, what it is. <laughs> if they ask what it is, be like, what the fuck is your problem? Why are you so nosy? You yeah. guys are just social drinkers. Yeah. You love to fucking drink up socialness. Shove it back in their faces. Um, God, please, uh, someone actually be helpful with the answer to this. I, what I will say is you might, your friends might surprise you. Oh, being that you might get more support yes. than you thought. I agree with yes. that entirely. So I think, you know. Or they could surprise us and be monsters. Totally. Um, you know, it might, it might not be the worst thing to be open about it. But I also understand that that is scary. Um, so I'm not telling you to necessarily do that, but I'm also just saying like your friends might surprise you. And also, you know, you might find that some of them have had, I feel like this always happens. Like people are scared to talk about it and then they finally say something and then like three of their friends are like, oh yeah, I was going through that too. And I didn't want anyone to know. Yep. So that could also happen. Yeah. But obviously, you know, you feel it out. You pace yourself. You figure out when it's right for you. Yeah. 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 All right. We have one more email. (sighs) This is going to be exciting. Wait, we only have one more email? Yeah. We have a whole other segment to do. Well, not tonight. (laughs) I guess we'll just do one break. Yeah. With three ads. And, uh, okay. I mean, let's hear it. Let's see how long I can stretch this out. You know me. Don't like to disappoint anybody. This is from Ron. All right. From Karen Crow. If you'd like to email us, you can do so at mattanddory at gmail.com or dorianmatt at gmail.com. I think it's pretty obvious. If you email us, it'll probably get on the air. Please send it. <laughs> uh, 
as I was saying, yeah. Ron is formerly from Lafayette, Louisiana. Sure. I'm the crazy listener with eight kids who's checked in with you guys a couple right. of times. Yes, from 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 his driving about. He drives about for he his, does. like his daily job. He's like going to drive place to place, right? Yes. I think I've paused the pod to write in to respond to the gentleman from South Louisiana who wrote in whose wife was worrying over whether to go all in on a particular style of breast pump (laughs) and wanted to throw out a couple of things they might want to take into consideration. Okay. A lot of insurance as well as Medicaid will give you a free pump and setup as part of maternity coverage. This would give someone who is worried about dropping quite a bit of money on trying different pumps to find the best fit. Another thing worth looking into is renting pumps. I know there were a couple of places online and both of the major birthing hospitals in my area would rent them. It's been a couple of years since we looked into it, but I don't see why those programs would have gone away. Also to you, Matt and Dory, as a person who's had a couple of houses over the years, you are correct as far as a bigger house just being a place for more stuff. When we moved from 1,100 square feet to 2,550 in our last house, four to five bedrooms, three bathrooms, we were like, this house feels empty. Granted, we only had four kids at the time, but still, when we moved in January, we moved in January to 2,335 square feet, and after decluttering, when we moved, we feel like there's more room here than in the old place. Also, the single-floor large house, as our last one was, really does feel awkward and big. It was actually a hindrance when we tried to sell it, as people just didn't get the layout, even though it obviously worked for us. Thanks for all you do, and keep up the good work. Ron, in 2,335 square feet, five bedrooms, three bathrooms with two adults, eight kids, one parakeet, and one hamster. That is uh, just a menagerie. It is a menagerie. I'm actually surprised they only have one hamster. (laughs) Well, they probably had more. But you know how hamsters are. I do. You know about our hamsters. Yes, you killed them. Well, they killed themselves. Well, I mean, look, they probably were just tired of your father going to the gym all the time. He wasn't as into the gym then as he is now. Um, so now that uh, now that it's just him and uh, Roberta, he's a gym fiend who likes to disappear for three hours a day? Or is it because she goes to work and he's like, well, what the hell am I going to do? I better yeah. go to the gym. I mean, I think that's part of it. He also, he like over the years, he's just become more obsessive about exercise. It started... It started a while ago, mm-hmm. at least like 20 years ago. But then like as the years have gone on, he's become more and more obsessive about it. I mean, I suppose it's good to do it that way, you know, arc your life that way. Yeah. Well, you know, his dad died young. So, well, I think that's like, yeah, probably, probably part of it. His dad was a smoker. I mean, I get it. His dad was pretty cool. Yeah. I wonder what kind of brand he was getting out there in Israel. In like the 60s. Yes. They were probably, they're probably Jarms. They're probably Indonesian. I'm sure my dad would know. I feel like Indonesia was doing a lot of trade with Israel at that time. It sounded made up because it was. I have no idea. Indonesia's a Muslim country. (laughs) I just don't know. I just chose anywhere and decided, uh, hey, how about this place? Um, I can't believe it. That's it. It's the shortest podcast in the history of podcasts. Well, we still have to thank our Patreon supporters. This is like a this is like a like a like a breezy minute short of a Dear John episode. Dear John, by the time you read this letter, I'll be. I wish I had access to the Star Trek TNC emails because I'd answer some on here. <laughs> no one wants that. Uh, I bet there's a couple people who were like, yes. But in case you guys are wondering, Andy and I are desperately trying to get 
this figured out and trying to get the schedule sorted. It's literally impossible. We might have to. We might have to like. You guys need a set l- time every week. We used to have one, but I work weird hours now. Tuesday nights. I gave up poker for him. For a long time. My only social <laughs> engagement of the, of my life. I was like, we got to get this podcast done. Okay, Tuesday nights. Whatever. We'll figure it out. Listen, you all can support us on our Patreon. Yeah, and the get Patreon to, where you get so many episodes. It's ridiculous. It's two bonus episodes per month at patreon.com slash adventure. Last month's episodes were Long. pretty wild. Longer, <laughs> almost were? as long as these. Um, the, the second Patreon episode what, it came we did, out late. It came out late, but it was almost as long as this episode. Well, there you go. Um, I think it was longer, actually. We are very grateful to our Patreon supporters. And if you support us at the $5 level or above, you'll get your name read on the podcast each month. And you also get the quite uh, substantial back catalog of the Patreon episodes. And by this time, it's got to be like 100 episodes. As there. soon as you sign up. Um, all right. Here all right. we go. Diana, thank you. Edwina Morgan Bodo. Emily McNaughton, thank you. Erica Brown. Aaron Good. Here comes the Good. Aaron well, Turley. Aaron Revelin. Greta Truitt. Hannah Crowder. Heather Nelson. Helen Arby. Hootenwaddle. Uh, Jack Woodyard. Jacqueline Griffin. Jane Callahan. Jennifer Sika. Oh, it's Jennifer Floyd, everybody. Jennifer Steele. Jess Branch. Jesse Hendricks. Julie Phillips. Kane McCall. Caitlin Young. Catherine Shimmons. Katie Heimer. Katie Regan. Katie Tavi. I think it's Tavi. That makes more sense. Katie Kelly. Tavi. Kelly. Kelly Zimmerman. Carrie Mills. Kim Mestry. Kimberly Shepard. Christopher Fenaghi. Layla Arshid. Lord, I bet Christopher Fenaghi uh, wants to know my TNC news. He's I bet a, he's he does. He's a listener of both. Yep. Uh, Laura Dodge. Laura Madge. Laura Rosenblum. Lauren Houston. Laura Luther. Lauren. Sorry, what brain? Lauren Luther, Leslie Shoup, Lex Conant, Liesel. Uh, Lex, you could have saved the episode today. Could have written a nice email. Would have got a nice update. Hope you're well. Hope the family's well. Uh, Lily Avalar, Linnea Funsel, Maggie Fleming, Amanda Johnson, Margaret Metcalf, Marie Morgan, Martin Hedegaard Peterson, Maud Tremblay, Mackenzie Erickson, Megan Murphy. Uh, Magada Prasad. Melinda Phelps. Melissa Garcia. Melissa March Quinn. And uh, Michelle Kitzmiller. Mike Kim and Leo. Monica Bold. And Mariah C. Adamic. Well, there you go. Every hey, how, how, how. All right. <laughs> Matt's going to go to bed now. I'd love to be able to sleep as long as Henry does. Maybe you <sighs> should sleep in Henry's room. That's a terrible idea. It is a terrible idea. We did that at a hotel. <laughs> Would not recommend. <laughs> All right, you guys. Christine Lakin, you know, she's, uh, I was talking to her yesterday. She, uh, you'd, you'd know her from Step by Step. Remember Step by Step, the TV show Step by oh, Step? Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was the tomboy daughter. Mm-hmm. She's great. She's wonderful. She's uh, directed the Goldberg. She's coming back next week to direct again. And we were talking about uh, hotel rooms with babies, and she was talking about how they did the whole um, crib in the bathroom situation. Oh, sure. Which they yeah. were like, "This is a brilliant idea." Yeah. Until they both realized we can't pee. Right. <laughs> Hello. It's yes. Horrifying. Yeah. I just never even thought about that. 
Yes, I thought that I thought we discussed that. I thought that was why we decided not to put him in the bathroom. Oh no, I didn't care. Oh. Because I would have walked out of the room, down the hall, into the casino to pee. I would not have wanted to do that. Well, no, no one wants to do that, but right. But I never even thought about that scenario. Mm-hmm. Terrible scenario. Terrible scenario. Ugh. Anyway, <sighs> thank you all for listening. We'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.